0: Welcome to this special Independence Day edition of Main Street Today, where we celebrate our freedom, which came at a great price to a great many. We'll hear a story about finding an original copy of the Declaration of Independence right here in Middle Tennessee at a junk store. We'll talk about the origin of a song I bet you thought's been part of our U.S. soundtrack since 1776, And speaking of songs, we've got the story behind the Lee Greenwood classic, God Bless the USA. And we've also got music from a veteran, a mom, and a Texan. Her name is Jen Ford, to round out the show. Happy birthday, America, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
1: I'm Devin O'Day. It's been 16 years since I wrote God Bless the USA. The first line of the song, um, if tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life, I wrote that for my grandparents. We were sharecroppers and as farmers, we kind of watched our farming being taken away from us by international um, grain purchases and and we didn't understand it. Of course, as we get to the middle of the song about the men who died, I visited Arlington Cemetery and the Vietnam Memorial and it's it's something that just brings forth an emotion that's like tears as soon as you hear that line. And when you talk about the military, I've worked for the USO since I was 16 years old. It would have been a good life for me. I just had children too young. But I honor my father Eugene to serve the Navy. My stepfather Louis, he was in the Air Force. I guess maybe I'm the most appropriate guy to have written the song, God Bless the USA. It's for all of America. It's for every American. And I'm so proud that generations now still sing it. As I perform it on stage, it means so much to me to see people rise and get tears in their eyes. That I'm proud
2: to be an American. Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the man who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land
0: Once Upon a Time by Amy is a retail wonderland for children's clothing. But owner Amy Sparks has a wonderful story about a junk store find that was not only very lucrative, but patriotic. This just might make us all pay a little closer attention if we're in a secondhand or thrift store. Your husband found something really interesting in a junk store, a secondhand thrift store. Yes, in 2007. We married in 05. And
3: I have to preface this story by saying that when we married, we only, we met in January and married in August, and um, my dad wanted me to do a prenup on, you know, and get him to sign over, because I had my own house and everything. And he gladly did. He was sweet, and he was such a pal. I mean, it's like, okay, I'll do it. In 2007, he found a copy, a stone copy of the Declaration of Independence, and bought it for $2.48 in Madison in a thrift store and we sold it for $477,000. So, um, I'd take the prenup and say, I was just kidding, honey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was just kidding. It was a joke. (laughs) What a crazy story. Did you know what you had when, did he know what he had when he
3: found it? He immediately, he came home and you know, when you're our age, you don't know how to Google and do all that stuff. And that, again, that was in 2007. So he starts pounding away on, you know, going online, and it didn't take 20 minutes to find out what it was because it had all the markings, you know, of the ones that were real important. And so he came in there and said, you know, this is blah 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 blah. And I said, Mike, because I thought he's going to be so disappointed and the joke was on me I mean he followed through it took us we had to have it restored um in North Carolina then there was an auction it the auction was on the on the computer at first and then in the afternoon it got on the it was on the phone it was done by phone and there were two or three people bidding on it and it just kept going up and up and up so we were crazy blessed I couldn't, just couldn't believe it yeah
0: who how did you get something like that authenticated where did you have to go
3: we had to go to a place called, uh, it was a conservatory. I, I can't, I cannot remember the name of it, but that was the kicker because we even found out where Antiques Roadshow was gonna be. We drove to Mobile, Alabama, I think, and they could authenticate it. And they went crazy over it, stood up on the table. We laid it on the table, they went crazy over it. And uh, But they couldn't authenticate it. There was no one there to do it. So Mike had to do research again and find someone to authenticate it. It was on parchment. It was like, you know, animal skin. Mm -hmm. And so because everything didn't line up just perfectly, all the letters and all, because animal skin shrinks, and that's kind of how they authenticated it.
0: Isn't that crazy? What a great story. Once Upon a Time by Amy.com is how to find out information about the store in Hendersonville, where you can always find great children's clothing. But as far as finding another original copy of the Declaration of Independence, well, good luck.
4: Feels all and it's Friday, it's time to let my hair down. Get your boots on, baby, get your boots on. Time to get your scoot on down at the dance hall. Gas up a truck and come pick me up. Let's get some fireball. Baby, get your boots on, time to get your scoot on down. We caught up
0: with veteran mom, singer-songwriter, Jen Ford. She is a powerhouse of music, but when she vacations, where does she head to? South Padre Island in Texas, and it's right next to Mexico. so
5: perfect right now. It's beautiful. Um, Yeah. We have three sons, like, well, we have two biological sons, and then we have my oldest son's best friend has come to live with us, and it's been so awesome. They've been swimming, they're 16, 16, and 13, so football boys, and all they want to do is get in the ocean and swim, and it's just been really good to get out of East Texas and to get out of quarantine and all that stuff, because Texas is a little bit more, they're not as strict on, I guess, the confinement of everything right now, they've opened up a lot and it was terrible and uh when it, when we were confined cuz my husband was working out in um West Texas and in the oil field and my sons were with their dad for spring break when we when they locked everything down I was by myself for about 3 weeks trying to prepare for the apocalypse or whatever I teach school at the high school I'm a uh, augment teacher instructor where I teach um college recovery, credit recovery, how to prepare for the ACT and SAT, and we had to go through all of that, learning how to teach on the Google platform, and trying to keep my three football players from climbing the walls, so it's been crazy.
4: You were so charming when you tried to draw me in, my mama won't. You're the kind of man That just takes girls for a spin
5: College and I sang all through high school and had a lot of classical training. My parents were good East Texas people, just trying to take care of four kids, and and I was the oldest, so they didn't really know what to do with me. And I always had a love for music. I took piano lessons and have been making noise and dancing around the house and singing to the top of my lungs ever since I was a little girl. When I went to college, they wanted me to pursue some other interests, and I think I just wanted to sow some oats and and get out and see the world and so i joined the military and that seemed like a good idea and, and i spent 11 years in the service and six years of that uh, with army bands on special duty assignments so i traveled all over the world singing with u.s army soldier show and the u.s army soldiers course out of europe I had both of my children while i was doing music deployed while i was doing music and i, I give a lot of credit to the military for providing me with opportunities to kind of discover how much i could really do with a career in music i just when i got out my kids were small and i didn't really know how to do it on the outside so i just thought it was going to be for fun until bj mezzik approached me and said hey i want you to write a record and i was like well what do i got to lose
4: let's do it no i ain't gonna
0: I've always loved your voice, Jen. I always say it's like Texas Roadhouse Adele. Got that edge of East Texas Roadhouse, that Southern rock tinge that I just love. Well, I love
5: that. And that's probably one of the best compliments I've ever gotten. When a female singer gets up there, and I would say I walk around confident, probably a lot from the military, but... I'm confident that I may not be the best singer, but I'm confident that we have a good show and then I pick songs that are suited for my voice and that even some of the covers that we do, we don't do them like anyone else. We do them the way that suits us the best. Can you just
4: hold? thing
0: Well, tell you about some of the new things we have to look
1: forward to from you.
5: Yes, we won the Grand Champion for the Texas Country Music Showdown in Fort Worth last year. And we were supposed to play in Vegas during ACM week in April, but that all got sidelined because of COVID. But we're going during NFR in December. But we were really prepping for that. We were writing music to prepare for a record. And when all of this stuff happened with COVID, I talked to my producer and, and he was hurting financially too, because a lot of his people were having to pull out, but he lives down the street from me, Chad Malden from Malden Productions. And he did my last record. So I called him. I was like, look, I've got this money set aside for recording. And I was waiting to see you know when we were ready but now I have time to get ready and nail down the little details that we need for these songs because they were already kind of being put in place and we were already creating arrangements and stuff and so he's like yeah let's let's uh talk about it so we scheduled a recording date to try to do the whole band but then we couldn't do anything no we couldn't go anywhere we couldn't get over there everything was locked down however I was able to write a new song in March and a lot of it has to do with how I was feeling with my family being spread apart across texas being spread apart from my friends and the band and just feeling vulnerable and so i wrote a song called under these stars G music we actually recorded it in april with chad at his house in his home studio and my guitar player came in and he just put some lap steel accents in there and it was it's real simple it has small percussion and i wanted to just show like a
4: quietness just give me your attention
5: Malden. um he actually reopened the old KSIJ studios in Gladewater Texas it was an old radio station and I helped him redo part of that and helped him open it up because I've known Chad Malden for several years Johnny Cash recorded there Elvis recorded there who else recorded there um, Jerry Lee Lewis and there's like cool interesting little artifacts in there that they've all left where like Jerry Lee Lewis has his um crayon signature in this in the vocal booth and i get to record in there uh this will be my third time recording with chad and and i can't wait to get back in that studio with him Another song that Darren Morris did a duet with me called You Don't Have to Stay, and that song specifically talks about, I guess, the dynamics of a family recovering from a deployment. And when I say the family recovering from a deployment, is because there's a lot of challenges that people back home have to face and overcome when they're without um, their service
0: member.
4: Stand at the window with a look in your eye Not the kind of girl to let you see me cry Let's just make it easy and say our goodbyes I want you to know you don't have you
5: know you don't have to stay I don't want to use session players I don't want to find people just for tour I don't I want to keep the same people that I have because it, it's what makes our music very raw it comes from a place where we all have common ground because we are all from the East Texas areas
2: There's something so heavy.
4: Lost you I'd understand why
2: Please don't go But you don't have To stay You don't have to stay If you don't want to I'm not trying to make It harder Than we have to I'd be lying If I said It doesn't hurt want you to know you don't have to stay i'd be lying if i said it doesn't hurt to see you go but i want you
5: to know you don't have to stay to expect the unexpected with me for sure my parents I think are finally getting used to that. I've got three kids and I was in service and I came out with a record, my first record at 39 years old and we got another one coming out probably by the end of this summer and I'm tired of trying to be predictable. I'm not gonna pr- predict the unexpected. It's gonna
0: happen. Jen Ford, a Texan, a mom, a veteran. You can find new music coming out by the end of the summer at jenfordmusic.com. Follow her on Facebook at Jen Ford Official. How many of you think the Star-Spangled Banner has been our national anthem since 1776? That somehow, bombs bursting in air and signing a landmark statement of personal freedom and the perfect melody and songwriter just happened to fall into place all at one time? Well, it didn't. And the bombs bursting in air weren't the Revolutionary War scenes of the 1700s. Francis Scott Key was an attorney. The battle raging was the War of 1812. The melody was appropriated from a popular bar tune that had been around since 1775, and Francis had actually used that very same melody on a couple of other songs, but the Star Spangled Banner was the one that gained traction with people. The lyrics were born out of a poignant scene as the British, fresh from their defeat of Napoleon and the French at Waterloo, came after a brave and expanding upstart United States again. They attacked Washington, D.C., setting fire to the White House and government buildings. Then the powerful British Navy turned its sights on the busy seaport of Baltimore, Maryland. Imprisoned American soldiers were held below decks on a British warship, and Francis Scott Key, using his legal skills, negotiated their release. The British Navy agreed because, you see, just beyond the fog of that harbor, he knew the release was futile, as the entire British fleet lay in wait to attack Fort McHenry. Francis Scott Key pleaded for mercy because Fort McHenry was filled with women and children. The battle went on as cannons and gunfire pelted and hit the fort without ceasing. The huge American flag hoisted above the fort waved throughout that battle. Francis and the ship of imprisoned American soldiers were forced to wait out the outcome. Francis would go up on deck and report back down to the husbands of many of the families caught in the crossfire. Is our flag still waving? Yes. In the dawn's early light, at an angle, filled with burns and tears and cannon damage, Old Glory waved yet still. Soldiers held her in place all through the night, and as one was killed, another took his place, never letting the flag touch the ground. American spirit, it does not give up when the odds are impossible. The Lyric was originally called The Defense of Fort McHenry, didn't really have a great ring to it. It appeared in the newspaper. It commemorated 25 hours of battle that marked the turnaround of the War of 1812, or the Second War of Independence. That was in September of 1812, then in November of that same year, it was reprinted under the name The Star-Spangled Banner. The tune was popular in bars and pubs in England, brought to America, even used as a tune for other freedom songs. But the only song that stuck, lyric and melody, was The Star-Spangled Banner. Throughout his life, Francis continued to write other verses, but none kept the recognition like The Star-Spangled Banner. Of course, there were other popular national songs like Yankee Doodle that were in the running for our national song. Francis died of pleurisy at the age of 63 in 1843. Part of his story was his family's plantation and their ownership of slaves. However, he used his platform to speak out against the cruelties of slavery, even though abolition wasn't his method. Instead, he preached colonization, the bringing of the Africans back to their native land which has now become the modern-day nation of Liberia. Liberty, Liberia, get it? The song gained deeper meaning during the war between the states, a song to create unity for a divided country, both politically and literally. In the 1890s, the Star Spangled Banner began to be used for ceremonial purposes, and in 1916, President Woodrow Wilson signed an executive order to make the Star Spangled Banner the national anthem of the United States. But not until 1931, 100 years after the song was written, after the flag flew battered and barely there, Congress made it official the Star-Spangled Banner was our United States National Anthem. So as that flag waves over ball fields and post offices and in front yards across America, let us never forget the price paid for the freedom this country enjoys as desperate men cried out as their families were under siege and fire in an unwinnable battle. If you close your eyes and you listen... You will hear their cries from their prison under the deck, praying and pleading for those they loved and the land they would die for. Oh, say, does that star-spangled banner yet wave over the land of the free and the home of the brave? It did, and it still does today.
2: Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light, what so proudly we
4: hail? At the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars. Ooh, the
0: Thank you so much for joining us for this special Happy Birthday America edition of Main Street Today. Join us on Facebook and Instagram at Main Street Today Radio. You can join our page, subscribe wherever you get this podcast, click like wherever you are, and share. And thank you to Don Scott Hare and Richard Bama Byington for the Songmakers, the wonderful piece that you got to hear with Lee Greenwood. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, and thank you for joining us on Main Street today. I'm Devon O'Day.